Hello, and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Deeker, and I'll be talking to you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Are you masculine enough to attract women? Is this a question you've asked yourself before? I sure as hell know it's a question that I've asked myself plenty of times in the past. Well, let's do a quick test. Picture on your head the most masculine man you can. A man who women fawn over. A man who could sleep with thousands of women if he wanted. And I want you to hold that image of him in your mind right now. Just picture what does he look like? How does he talk? How does he move? And how does he walk? Now, I want you to be really, really honest right now. Does he look and walk and talk anything like Russell Brand? (laughs) I'm willing to bet he probably looks a little more like Dwayne Johnson, right? Or maybe like James Bond. And yet, if we took away all of their fame, while I can't say for certain, and although they'd still be likely to do well with women even without the fame, I've got to say that I'd put my money on Russell Brand being the one who'd be the most successful with women, while bucking most of what you first pictured masculinity to look, walk, and talk like. So in a world where we're simultaneously being told to be more alpha and to shun toxic masculinity, can we be forgiven for never feeling good enough in our own masculinity? Is the idea of masculinity hurting us as men? So what does come to mind when you think about masculine men? What terms pop up into your head? I'll tell you what instantly comes into my mind. They are always dominant. They have strong boundaries. They got a strong sense of self. They've got a desire to protect and support women. They're driven. They're definitely confident. And they're definitely seen as being really courageous. Now, I made that list very quickly. And it was based not on like a deep thinking process, but what immediately came to my mind. As a man, I can honestly tell you that if I find myself lacking in any of these, that as a result, I end up feeling less masculine. And surely I'm not alone in that, am I? And what's more is that I think of this as a simple line. The stronger a man is in any of these factors, the more masculine he is. And I should aim to be super strong in all of these if I want to be really masculine. Because really masculine is really good for me. Right? But here's the issue. Suggesting that these traits are masculine suggests that a woman should be always submissive, weak boundaries, weak sense of self, a weak desire to protect and support men, directionless and insecure, and Probably cowardly. Now, I don't think most of you really believe that, do you? I know that if I met a woman with some of these traits, I wouldn't find her feminine. I'd find her to be a walking red flag. Unless I only wanted sex from her. Because a woman with weak boundaries, a weak sense of self, who is insecure and directionless, is going to be far easier to get into bed than her more self-assured sisters, right? And all 
men know it. Imagine a girl who is over the top ditzy, like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm so silly. I'd leave my brain at home if it wasn't attached to me. I'd be totally lost without a man to remind me of things. Now, you personally might not like this kind of woman. And yet, how do the most popular thirst traps on TikTok behave? How do many bar girls in Thailand behave? They know damn well that behaving like this signals to men that they'll be easy. And we're conditioned to be drawn to easy women when we're feeling horny. Now, the same can be said for men, except the opposite applies. Behave aloof, aggressive, decisive, and dominant. These strategies are likely to be the most effective on women who truly are submissive, weak boundaried, or have a weak sense of self. And the funny thing is that the more confident and together your life is as a man or a woman, the less appealing these extreme versions become. Confident men with their shit together tend not to want the ooh-ooh thirst traps. And confident women with their shit together tend not to want aggressive, overly dominant men. And they're certainly wary of men who spend more than five hours a week in the gym. Do you think it's adaptive to living a happy, healthy life with success and love for a woman to live like the ditzy uwu girl. Sure, she'll be more appealing to certain men at certain times in their sexual life cycles, but for her personally? No, of course not. And the same applies to the masculine ideals that so many dating coaches put forward for men. If you go through life being aloof, aggressive, and overly dominant, it can help you get laid when you want casual sex, but you're going to hurt long term. Emotional intimacy will forever be fleeting. People won't want to be too close to you, even when you're surrounded by people. You will struggle to hold a long term relationship. So what's the moral of the story here? For our emotional health, it shouldn't be an inspiration for either men or women to aspire to being super high or super low on those factors I listed in the beginning. It's great for a man or a woman to be driven, but nobody wins if you are so driven that you don't have the time to stop and smell the roses and appreciate things in life like wife and family. We've all known successful men whose wives leave them for a guy who has more time to give them. I've been involved in men's work courses for a long time now. One of the amazing things about high quality men's work is that nobody has ever told what masculine behavior is supposed to be. We never say to men, do this more and you'll feel more masculine. Instead, we help men find their boundaries, express deeper emotions, find their purpose in life. In a simple way, we help them gain a healthy level of boundaries sense of self, life direction, etc. And as a result, each and every man from that point begins to express himself as a man in completely different ways. And women will like that individual expression of his masculinity. That's not hyperbole either. If you leave a men's group weekend and hang out with a group of women, they're going to notice you in a very big way. The same thing happens in women's groups. Women aren't being told how to be feminine. They're just getting their shit together and stepping out of that space. Every woman begins to shine her femininity in a different way. 
but place her in a group of men, and that energy feels seductively attractive, even though it feels different between women. One might feel feisty and hot. The other may feel chill and sensual. But neither is more or less feminine than the other, in spite of the fact that they are so very different in their expression. And this is what we see with movie stars and comedians who become sexually desired by women. They express themselves as men in a variety of different ways. And that self-expression of masculinity is extremely attractive to some women, and not all. And that's completely okay. And so I think we need to stop thinking of being more masculine. In many ways, it's a red herring that leads many of us to pursue behaviors that won't lead us to be happier people in the long term. Instead, we've got to trust that whatever you become when you have developed a healthier self-esteem, more confidence and strong sense of self, that that will be masculine enough. And life happiness won't come to you by pushing any of these traits to the extreme. This is important because feeling unmasculine is shameful. And if you feel ashamed um, that you have weak boundaries, for example, it's only going to be harder to work on this part of yourself or to seek help. So I'd love to know what you guys think about this. Uh, I know that there's a big push to try to be more masculine, and I don't know that masculinity as a concept has been under attack with ideas like toxic masculinity and stuff, but I'd like to know what you think about this idea that maybe we should stop using masculinity ourselves as an ideal and maybe just start focusing on self-growth and let masculinity be whatever shines once we've attained those human goals rather than masculine goals. That's it for today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Don't forget to check us out at schoolofattraction.com. I highly recommend you check out my comprehensive and free dating personality test, which you can find by clicking personality test at the top of the page. Thanks again for tuning in, and I look forward to seeing you in my next podcast.